0: Welcome to Just an Average NFL
1: Podcast. Well, well, welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's me. And you can find us at avgnflpod.com. Dot com. Yeah. And uh, there's buttons there. It'll take you to our Apple and our Spotify, and just about anywhere else you can get a podcast. So um, we really appreciate if you go to those places where you listen to podcasts and subscribe to said podcast. Um, it really helps us out. And, uh, it helps us out if you guys if you guys listen. You know, I don't know. It Kind of dropped a little bit. Uh, maybe it's the the uh, the bad advice that you've got the last couple of weeks. But you got to understand, it's it's just average. Ignore the don'ts. Just, <laughs> so here's what I was thinking about
0: earlier today. Well, we
1: will get into all that. We'll get into that. Hold on, hold on. I know. Look, we get there are some apologies that need to be made. There's lots of apologies. That need we're, to be hey, made. we're gonna we're gonna work it out. We're gonna figure it out. But you, look, you should be listening because you have two extremely good looking men here who are funny and uh and and hilarious i mean definitely here for the comical side of it all more than the rest <laughs> uh, uh and and uh to, you know especially on mondays or tuesdays depending on uh work schedules but it's it's also a place for us to vent our fantasy frustrations a bit which we'll do with fuck that guy in a second so you know it, it just there's a lot of there's a lot of other stuff going on and The other thing is there is accountability here that isn't in a lot of other Mm -hmm. fantasy programs. We try to at least be accountable for two reasons. One, because we like to make fun of each other. And two, it forces us to try to be better. You know, at least average. And if we're if we're hitting a below average mark, then we've gotta to fight to get back to that average mark. Correct. Well go. And that's what we're gonna, to it, we're gonna work yeah. on. We're gonna we're gonna re examine some stuff with these don'ts and we're gonna try to figure out uh, maybe we need to scrap that segment or <laughs> keep it because it seems to provide uh, some some content and maybe just maybe it'll help y'all out there in the sense of if you do exactly the opposite of what we give as a don't, then you should be successful. But before well, we get to... We're going to call it the do-nots or do's. <laughs> and let y'all choose. Yeah, we're going to tell you what we think about some players that we're trying to avoid playing, and, and then you can decide if you want to play or not. And it's not our fault when they ball out when we said don't play them. Uh, so. so we're going to hit on some news real quick, and then we'll get into all of that. So, uh, of course, we got some terrible news with uh, Kink Cousins. torn uh, uh, Tore his Achilles, and uh, he's out the rest of the season. And, and you know, we we uh, we always – he's always kind of like the – I won't say the butt of jokes because Kink's a good quarterback, so we don't really roast him too much, but we like to refer to other quarterbacks as such-and-such such Kink Cousins or, you know, like um, Derek Carr's New Orleans Kink Cousins. Yada yeah, yeah. Yada. Uh, but, you know, overall, he was having an amazing season. He was on pace to break records and have the best season of his career. Um, and now, you know, it's done. And and he's also, in the last year of his guaranteed money, So, which is uh, even more terrible because he was getting ready to really set himself up to get paid by somebody next year, especially if he just went out there and continued to get almost 6,000 passing yards and 40 something touchdowns like he was on pace for Yeah. and so you hate to see that for that reason um, I'm sure he's still going to get a contract next year uh, but it's it's not most likely going to be close to what it could have been yeah, had he had finished he, this year on top of the out. world um, and so it's going to be interesting to see how Minnesota fixes that. There's a lot of options they can go with. I've heard Colton C- Coy's name thrown around. Uh Nilo- Donald, who is – I think it's Neil O'Donnell. Maybe it's somebody – the head coach's last name was O'Donnell. I, Neil O'Donnell used to be a quarterback for the Steelers back in the day. So it's probably not that. But uh, anyway, the, the the head coach's uh, and slash offensive coordinator's system, it seems – I've been told, I don't know anything about it, is, is, is complicated. And I've heard from, quote, experts that it's not a, a system that just some – qb off the street can generally come in and pick it up and be very successful with but colt mccoy is also very familiar with this system and so there's been talks of him there's been talks of nick mullen who's coming off the ir in two weeks um and them just holding out with uh what they have currently on the roster which is the rookie i can't remember his name um he didn't look very good no he did point. not uh so i don't know i mean i i i I know a couple things i don't expect them to pass as much as they were because they're passing more than anybody else in the nfl yes coming into this week um and i don't and so i expect them to run the ball more now whether that's good or bad jaron
0: hall jaron hall okay that's the the rookie
1: and what whether that's good or bad for the running backs who have not been great this year i don't know um, because that just means defenses are going to stack the box. The cam makers is going to go up. I, yeah, but are they? Because the thing is, is that they're not very efficient as is That's with true. them passing and, more than anybody in the league. Bringing the defense back and now. And the now defense doesn't have any reason to worry about the pass. So they're going to put eight guys in the box and stifle an already stifled running game. Yeah. Um, and so you instead of having 14 carries for 64 yards, you're going to have – eighteen carries for sixty three yards. You know. Um, and so you know, it's just gonna be interesting how, how that plays out and, and what they do to fix it. I have no idea. There's I mean, there's rumors of Jameis Winston and and some of these backup quarterbacks, Jacoby Brissett. I imagine um, even with Andy Dalton's probably being uh Panthers probably getting calls on Andy Dalton.
0: Carson Wentz is still out there. Yeah. I mean who has, you know, at times been a serviceable quarterback and I mean, and, and, you know, Nick Mullins, he's, he's been in the system now for two years. Yeah. And he wasn't amazing with the 49ers, but he was... He was serviceable. He was serviceable. He's a, you know, you know, for a passing quarterback, he was young then. And maybe, you know, you see some of these guys spend a little time underneath, you know, some, some other talent, and they kind of can right. come out and shine a little bit. But, I don't know, they won this last week against Green Bay. And I know there was the whole controversy of you know Justin Jefferson coming back, or you know if they if they start losing, right. they've won one, and I don't remember what their who, what their matchup is next week, but I mean I think it's a, a fairly well they won this week as well. That's what I'm saying. They yeah, won this week, so they've week, won three and, in a row, and so like n- now they're going into week nine. I, I want to believe they're they're four and four now heading into week nine. Let's see who they're playing. I'm just curious because you know there was all the controversy and the talk about. Um, whether or not Justin actually comes back off of the yeah, well there, well, there was
1: speculation that if they weren't going to be competing for a playoff spot, it, it, if uh, a, if it's worth yeah, it because to, of because of the severity of the way they were talking, it made it made us believe that, that this hamstring issue with him is a bit more severe than what would normally be with the type of injury that he has, and yeah. so there's already speculation that even if he does come back, it was going to be longer than four weeks. Yeah, so if it's eight weeks or six weeks. You know, if he if it's four weeks, say so they lose three of those games, which think one's three straight. But just say for the sake of argument, they lost three of the four, and then it's two more after that. So they lose those two, and they he comes out and they've only won two games. Then what's the what, point of bringing him it? back? Yeah, and and risk him further and injuring himself. But they are four and four, and they play the Falcons. And, next and they week, play the Falcons so next week. And, and and we, I mean. The Falcons look beatable right now. They're four, they four house, but
0: they're just kind of a uh,
1: Well yeah, but they just got dumpster rolled by um Yeah. Uh Titans with Will Will, Will uh, big arm Levis. Exactly. You know um, apparently not. If if Will Levesque's playing, I mean, which we'll talk more about him in a little while. But I was I was thinking about this earlier. If Will Leviski's playing like this, everybody's gonna start putting mayonnaise in their coffee <laughs> so, uh, uh, no, and eating bananas, no. peel and all. I'm not <laughs> at all. No, I don't mind the peel, but I'm uh, not. Able, I'm not putting mayonnaise uh, in my it's, coffee. It's like you might as well eat chalk, bro. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know Minnesota. It's like it's tough. You know the, their division outside of detroit who's looked susceptible um here recently outside of them you know there's really no one else in that division that's going to push anybody green bay looks like trash chicago is clearly um not going to compete and so you know the nfc is not the toughest division right now and i think that if they can just keep this boat afloat, and if they can figure out how to get some sort of a semblance of a run game, or at least a screen game to a short passing game yeah. to make the def- keep the defense honest over these next few weeks, then possibly you know they could uh, could squeak their way in, and Justin Jefferson comes back, and everything could be great, grand, uh, and amazing. I just don't know if Nick Mullins is going to be able to do that, or Colt McCoy. Or anybody else they can go out and grab right now. So maybe that's where Josh Dobbs is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him. Potential. I mean, since you brought him up, the so after the game, um, Gannon was asked the coach of the Cardinals. who was asked if uh, if this, who the starter was going to be essentially, and he's he said Dobbs is our starter next week. And then today he comes out and says Dobbs is not our starter. He hasn't named a starter, but it's either going to be Clayton Tune or Kyler Murray. It's going to be starting next week. And um, the reports are that he went and watched tape, and he saw the tape, and he's like, ah, maybe he's not that good. So I don't know what that means. I mean, I I, I didn't watch the Arizona game, but they had a chance to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. It was competitive. I can't imagine Josh Dobbs played any worse uh this week than he's played the rest of the season (laughs) and for them to be able to stay in that game exactly you know i know that they had to come back in the second half in order to stay in that game but still so i i this is all just feeling there's nothing i know but i just feel like maybe there's some kind of drama in the clubhouse and uh for for a coach to just come out and say that when the other thing is is all year he's been coy like yeah. the beginning of the year, he was coy about who who's going to play, and tried to. And, and, and even this last week with Kyler playing with the the first team, he was all like, "Well, I don't know if it's going to be Kyler, or if it's going to be Dobbs." And now he's making certainty type. Of, um, yeah, it's, uh, definitely gonna yeah it's definitely not going to be. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be Dobbs, based off of what you saw in film. And I was like, "In film, did he like? Did you send a play in, and you could see him flipping you off behind your back or something?" Yeah, exactly. I mean, what like, did you see? Yeah. <laughs> so. I I don't know, but that's going to be interesting. I mean, it's Arizona, so I mean they got the number one pick right now. I don't expect much, but it would be nice to see Kyler Murray out there. It would be nice for fantasy to see him out there because um, they also have a tough matchup this week um, against San Francisco, I believe. I may be wrong, about it. no, San Francisco is going to buy, so it's definitely not them. Uh, just played Baltimore, and they're playing another tough defense, maybe the Jets. No, it's the Browns. The Browns, that's it. I knew it was a tough defense. So anyway, it, yeah, it's a tough defense. Yeah, the Browns are legit, dude. Yeah, um, let's see what else? Uh, so King tore his ACL. Also, Kendrick Bourne. We've been talking about him the last few weeks uh, as asserting himself for the Patriots. It looked like he was finally getting the opportunity to go out there and and become a, a upper echelon receiver. And he was doing good. Uh, he had a touchdown. You know, had a pretty decent game going. And then he tore his ACL. So, he's going to be out. It's terrible, um, you know, because I've always been – I'm not going to say I like a Jason, or Jason Bourne. I mean, I love Jason Bourne. <laughs> I've never been like – I'm not going to say I like a Kendrick Bourne, like super fan or whatever, but I, I kind of like the dude. He, he's one of those he – just, he just keeps putting in the work, mm-hmm. and, and it would have been nice to see him get his uh, due this season. So, I hate to see it, but it could be – there's implications there for other receivers is Juju going to step up and get more targets is the is uh, Demario Douglas the rookie going to be the guy now um, and so it's, we're going to see are they going to go out and try to find another receiver because Devonta well, Parker's in concussion protocol so I don't know when he's going to be back but he's been dealing with stuff all season. They did sign a first round receiver this last week though. What, Kill Harry back? I uh, know, uh, Jalen Rieger mm. <laughs> they, Same they, thing they, <laughs> Yeah. They, so they did get Jalen Rieger back out there So, uh, but yeah uh, uh Matt Stafford's dealing with a UCL sprain so the uh x-rays and everything came back negative he didn't break anything um so he is day to day so I don't he, he might miss a week they got the bye I think in two weeks I think they, that sounds right and so you know I don't know if it might be two weeks and then the buy so there might be two more weeks uh, two week more games. 10 uh the rams i think they're by week, week 10 week 10 okay yep. so they got one week and then the bye, bye. and nope. so there there's a chance they could sit him this week and run their backup out there which i think is wofford
0: it was last year yeah or the so year I before i think now it's um
1: who you say is uh, everybody's backup uh, <laughs> oh, um is it kyle allen you uh, said the, 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 no this, kyle allen He's the Bills backup. He's the Bills backup. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying there's a guy that you you say
0: is everyone's backup. <laughs> oh, I can't remember who it was now. I do I did make I remember making that joke about somebody. Who who is Stappers backup?
1: Uh, Brian Hoyer. Like, Hoyer. That's yeah, it. I think Hoyer's, Hoyer's like, like everybody. Everybody's backup. backup. Yeah, every time yeah. you look on is like you look on roster it's like uh, who's their backup? Oh, it's it's a uh, uh, Brian Hoyer. <laughs> it's Brett Rippin is. Oh, that's Stapper's right. He backup. came in and played. Yeah, it's I, Brett Rippen. Stupid. I even <laughs> saw it when he was out there. So they may try to roll a week with Brett Rippin. Um, which is going to really like? Yeah, it's going <laughs> to suck. It's going to suck. Let's
0: <laughs> <suck. laughs> just say it like call it like it is. It's going to suck. Oh, just...
1: uh, see, Kenny Pickett, another quarterback. This is the week the quarterbacks went down. Trubisky yeah. had to come in, but Kenny Pickett's dealing with the ribs, and it's not looking good as far yeah, as it's him playing this week. a thing too. You oh, was it shoulder? the hit when he hit the ground? Well,
0: it, when he went out, he was grabbing his shoulder, and then the, the reports came across said it was his ribs. But man, when he hit the ground, it looked it did not look good. It was a very rough, rough hit. A fall, I guess, would be the word for it. But, but you got you know um, Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah, Kenny Pickett, but worse, and Mitchell
1: Trubisky coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Trubisky is actually Pittsburgh Steelers Mac Jones, but, but worse, worse. <laughs> because I changed Mac Jones to New England Kenny Pickett, but worse. because uh, okay, so Pickett just started th- playing better <laughs> than Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start throwing all these, We're not even yeah. gonna know who they are even yeah. before it's all done with. But uh, so. So he's actually New England Kenny Pickett, but worse. Okay, that's what it is. I got <laughs> that's you. <laughs> who, that's who. That's Trubisky is. But Trubisky, did, I think he threw two picks. But guess what? They weren't pick sixes. No pick sixes. sixes. So it's it's still, it's still Mitchy. It's, it's like risky Bisky, No pick sixy. Yeah, risky. Mitchell Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. <laughs> um, anyway, let's see uh, some more news here. Fields, Justin Fields, still week to week. Um, so you know, monitor that coming into his. Uh, I think they said he's definitely not playing next week. They already ruled him yeah, out. They
0: said uh, Badgett's going to start this week. Um, fields is definitely out. They're definitely not playing next week. And I only know that because I've got Fields in two leagues, and I'm watching it like a hawk. Because
1: I just <sighs> traded for him in a dynasty. I gave up um, <sighs> Sam Howell, which I'm, that's not looking like a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Howell and um, Mac Jones mm. to get Fields. But my, my goal is... Fields to come back and play good, come back, and yeah. then I want to move Fields for a first round rookie pick because I am in a full blown.
0: Yeah, field. just get you might could have got that first round just out of Sam Howell, and then well, yeah, and now and then had yeah. uh, you know yeah. Mac Jones wasting I mean, I got another player. I can't remember who
1: the fuck it was. It was it was somebody like um, I can't remember what uh, No one of consequence right now, but it was a rookie wide receiver guy. Yeah. But anyway, um, see, uh, speaking of Kenny Pickett, he's a game time decision. So, um, you know. So, I got Pickett wrote down in two different places apparently. Cuz I was trying I was like, didn't I just talk about Kenny Pickett and then I look I was like, <laughs> I got him again. Uh Will Levis, they already come out saying he is going to get the start on Thursday night football. So um, Nice. He went out there dropped through four bombs. I mean, if you had uh, Will Levis throwing four touchdowns in his debut on your bingo card, good job because i didn't have it on mine i thought the guy i didn't think the guy was gonna be very good and he may still not be very good but he looked great against the falcons yes (laughs) um and he saved me in some leagues where i had to play d hop and i wasn't expecting d hop to do much well d hop's kind of a cheat code if you got somebody that can get the ball to him i mean and hey he may be 30 31 or whatever he is but he's still smoking yeah yeah, exactly that's what definitely um let's see daniel jones is cleared for contact which is good because tyrod taylor went down and yep. uh, had to go to the hospital for his ribs. For his ribs, yeah, I didn't yeah.
0: hear what actually came of it, but I, I did see he ended up going to the hospital. Yeah,
1: so, um, let's see. Uh, Fat Lenny to the Bills. Leonard Fournette signed by the Bills. Cleared his um, his physical, so it's gonna be. I don't. You know. I don't. That doesn't look good for James White. I don't <laughs> think it definitely doesn't look good for Latavius Murray. I don't know what Fat Lenny's still got in the tank, but um, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> They, they they're gonna find out. I, I mean, think, he was signed to the practice squad, so it's not like they're paying him a ton of money. Yeah. So he may go out there and just be just absolute garbage. But yeah. I, I think I don't think it really hurts Latavius
0: Murray too much, honestly, because I think Latavius Murray is who Latavius Murray is. They use him, and he's efficient for what they use him for. Now, it may cut into cut. Co- well, the, the thing is, is that know, him but, and
1: Latavius Murray are the same person. They're both big hammering backs cooks. The only difference of the three. Yeah. So it, it, it might just mean that. Cooks gets even less opportunity yeah, inside the twenty. It, yes,
0: exactly. It takes away he just doesn't see the field if they're down. Yeah, anywhere twenty to 20, twenty
1: you'll get Cooks, especially in the the two minute, four minute offense, but any other time you're gonna have uh Fat Lenny out Fat there. Fat there Lenny or, or uh, Murray.
0: Latavius Murray, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, let's see. Do to do got all that, got all that. So I think that's it. Oh, the bye. So we got uh four teams on a bye this week. Tell uh, and there's me some teams with some it. pretty substantial fantasy implications. So uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Detroit Lions, 49ers, so I'm, <laughs> yeah, McCaffrey, I'm killed. Oh, I'm going to be dead. I, I'm glad I got a win in most of the leagues. I got McCaffrey this week because it's going to be tough this next week yeah, I'm, without him. Uh... He's he's one running back that's really two running backs because every running back I have with McCaffrey is like a Jalen Warren. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you're just, sitting here with I, Iuke, Laporta, Kittle, and McCaffrey all on the same team. That's <laughs> That hurts. And I lost Kink this week too. Oh, Ugh. God. Uh, and, and that's a league you're 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 competing Six and, in. Or I'll be seven and one after this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna be seven and two after next week. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> not. Go look at my team and See if there's a quarterback you want. Maybe we can make a deal. I'm, well, I mean, I got
0: I got, <laughs> I got I got I could run uh, Gardner Minshew out there. I and, probably got Taysom Hill in that league though. Jordan Love <laughs> and Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, I'll take I, I'll, I'll might, take Taysom for a first round pick. I might be able to push my team around. I mean, a I'll bit give and make Taysom something for a first
1: <laughs> Um. So, yeah, so Jacksonville, Detroit, 49ers, and Denver all on a buy, so make sure you pay attention to that. All right, so from there we're going to roll into our favorite segment, and our, our segment where we get to vent some frustration, and that is, fuck that guy. Oh, no, our oh. board's not working. Oh, there it is. I must have the wrong button. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to kick it off with um, a trio and – Mahomes is sick. I get it. He had the flu. And they should have benched him. Because the truth is is that as good as Pat Mahomes is, his his Achilles heel is the flu in 20 degree weather against Denver. Yeah. He lost his first road game to an NFC West team in his entire career. Yep. And that's oh, that's 16 and 0. Mhm. And uh he's what 16 straight Games that they beat Denver. Yes, yep. and then,
0: and then, so that the Denver yeah, and so Denver won against them. So
1: yeah, so there's out. a lot of things changed, but he he went out there and played the whole game, so he's going to catch it. I know he had the flu, but he's still still going to have to own it. And uh, he put up 7.6 fantasy points. Finished as a QB 29. Yuck. And he took with him on this this dismal disaster of a week, he carried with him the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Swift himself. Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And part of me wonders is if this all would have happened had Taylor been at that game. I, because if Taylor would have been there, I think Travis would have punched um, Mahomes in the face and, and carried him to the sidelines and then went out there and played quarterback himself. I was going to say, he would have scored a four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah exactly. he, would have, he would have taken But instead, because his boo thing wasn't in the, the stands... He didn't feel the need to conquer the mountain. Yeah. And so he only put up 8.8 fantasy points at the tight end 14. And the only reason, generally, I wouldn't put a tight end that's dropped 8 points on the list, but it's Travis fucking Kelsey. It is Travis Kelsey, yeah. yeah. And so he, if he's only putting up 8 points, that's a terrible week. Absolutely and, terrible, yeah. yes. And and then last, but, but, uh, but also least, Isaiah Pacheco <laughs> put up 5.2 fantasy points. And I will admit that this all mostly had to do with game script. Um, it was Jer- Jarek McKinnon because they were having to pass all the time because they were getting their their cheeks clapped yeah. by Denver and they couldn't just run the ball and that hurt Pacheco. So this this is wasn't really Pacheco's thing. He didn't really have the opportunity to do anything because the rest of the team, specifically his quarterback, was doo doo buns. Yeah, it wasn't um, good. It wasn't and so, good. Um, and so to to the uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs as a whole, for the most part. Uh, but specifically the fancy players that I depended on this week because my home <laughs> league didn't it barely broke seventy. Yeah. Whereas just, like most of the time I'm teams are putting up 120, 130. Your I, team looked like the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> this week. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. And, and so and we and we need to have a discussion about Denver. I don't think their defense is as bad as what we he, previously th- thought. Things have kind of turned around <laughs> a little bit yeah. here. And there. They had yeah. But things are definitely looking up a little bit. So, to uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Isaiah Pacheco, I just want to lift up a hearty, fuck those guys. guys. And I guess I'll throw a
0: a, a three-headed snake out there, if you will. Whoa, whoa, put your pants back on. (laughs) No, that's inch. Never mind. (laughs) But um, three running backs this week that, if you had them, probably didn't help you out very much and probably disappointed you greatly. Um, I'm going to start with Kenneth Walker. He's been a pretty decent, pretty consistent back this year. And been putting up pretty decent points and doing work for you. Got you seven and a half RB28 on the week, which is just not good. Yeah. Uh, Another one, Ramondre Stevenson, six points at RB34 on the week. Just not good. And Aaron Jones, come back off the injury, and I mean, this is two weeks, three weeks, he's been back healthy air quotes, if you can't see him, um, and not done hardly anything. Just been buns, as we would say, got you 6.6 points, RB32 on the week, and these are guys that you kind of put in your lineup every yes. week and, and depend on. I mean, you, you you need them to score you some points, and these aren't the points you need. No, no. So, I mean, to Aaron Jones,
1: Ramondre Stevenson, and Kenneth Walker, fuck, fuck those guys. guys. Well, let me ask you a question, Matt Baker. Yep. How many fantasy points did you score this week? You personally... Don't bring in your family or anybody else. I'm okay, just about so, you by yourself. So if I'm... I mean, I'm rostered pretty much everywhere.
0: <laughs> not Maybe not necessarily starting every week, but I am rostered everywhere.
1: But I didn't score any. Zero. Zero, zero fantasy points. points. I also scored 0.0 fantasy points. Yeah. Now, I had zero carries. I had zero, zero touches. Attempts. Yeah, I had zero touches uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. But, but um, Miles Sanders had two touches. Okay, so he, he was in the game. He scored zero fancy points. Oh, wow. Zero coming off a bye. Wow. Zero point zero fancy points. That's Now, I, I look, I get it. Miles has been buns all season. He probably shouldn't be on this list. The only reason he's on this list, and I probably should just put me on the list. <laughs> I should put Daniel Hayes on here because I was going through my roster, and I have way too much Miles Sanders. That's, that's uh, facts. And... I benched him in every single league, and then Sunday morning, as a tinkering manager does, which I am a tinkering manager, I went through a lot of them, not all of them, thank God, (laughs) but a lot of them, and decided, you know what, nah, I think Miles is going to get more than Jalen Warren. Now, Jalen Warren wasn't great, but still, he got more than zero. He got a lot more than zero. Yeah, And and it's like, nah... He he can uh he can score more points than Romeo Dobbs. Nah, he can score more points than Rashid Shahid. And and, and even in one Ooh. league, even in one league, I benched D-Hop
0: to play Miles Sanders. <laughs> that that doesn't even feel good listening to it. God, no,
1: no. And so I'm just going to put me on there in the yep. place of Miles Sanders because I should have not put him in my lineup. At all. Nothing said that I should have. There was no logical reason to do so. Just wanted to. Gut. Yeah. And so therefore, to Daniel Hayes, who played Miles Sanders when he shouldn't have, I want to say to him. Fuck Fuck that that guy. guy. Yeah, he should have been my one of my don'ts, apparently.
0: (laughs) Which no, he wasn't (laughs) because I didn't think that, you know, but but yeah, definitely. So How about another running back? No, I'm just kidding. This is a quarterback um, who a lot of people, you know, tout and say is a running back and quarterback, but Mr. Lamar Jackson. And just to go to prove that he's not a running back playing quarterback – Gus Edwards is the running back, yeah. and that's why he got all the points. Yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if, to be fair if, for, to Lamar, he didn't have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Lamar, he, he just had to It wasn't throw, that he had a bad game. He just didn't have, to, didn't have, have to have a good game. He have to have a good game, exactly. Now, if he was a running back playing quarterback, he would have had still had a good game because he would have ran the ball. He would have ran instead of Gus Edwards exactly. running. Exactly. He didn't have to. So, look, points are being proven here on just <laughs> an average NFL podcast. But for this segment in particular – particular or particular particular Um, Lamar Jackson got you 12 points QB 27 on the week I mean the only the only one that would really irritate you more than that is if you play Patrick Mahomes (laughs) (laughs) fair (laughs) but I mean you know in this case right now uh, QB 27 we got two more quarterbacks that got to play this week yeah so and I mean, he got you 12 fancy points. Uh. It's, it's barely, barely more than Mitch Strabisky did. <laughs> yes. So, take yes. that in perspective, yes. too. So. Yeah. But anyways, from us here at uh, Justin Average NFL Podcast to... Lamar Jackson. Lamar, ugly
1: Lamar Jackson. Well, a little bit to Gus Edwards for taking all the touches. Yeah, a little bit to Gus Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Fuck that, that guy. guy. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you with a, uh, a uh, wide receiver trifecta. Ooh. Um... Uh, this is also a wide res- two of them that I had on that team that barely broke seventy. Uh, Cooper Cup four point one wide receiver mm, seventy five. Mm, mm. yeah. Zay Jones, he's like, I'm going to outscore Cooper Cup. Uh, Zay, Zay Flowers, Flower. sorry. There you go. Zay, Zay Jones didn't play. If
0: you played Zay, if you played Zay Jones, you got
1: That's- the same amount of points as Miles Sanders. Yeah, and me. <laughs> <laughs> but Zay Flowers four point four points wide receiver seventy five. Uh. Yeah, had both of them guys, and then uh, thankfully I didn't have this guy, but he was also doo doo buns, but not as bad as the other two. He almost had as much combined. He's almost had as much as those two combined, but that's DJ Moore at seven and a half points at wide receiver 51. Oh, yuck. And so to Cooper Cup and Zay Flowers in particular, but also DJ Moore, I just want to say, fuck fuck those those guys. guys. And speaking of tinkering, I actually took... Garrett
0: Wilson out of my lineup and put in Zay Flowers oh, this last man. week in one of my leagues. Thank goodness it's the same league that I have D Hop in. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of soothed uh, the pain. It even, but man, I tell you, when I looked at it and Zay had me four, or I think it's a full point PPR, so like six and a half points. And Garrett Wilson had me 22 points on my bench when I yeah. last minute swap kind of thing. Oh, God, I hated it. But either way, I've got a couple receivers that, you know, I also kind of rely on pretty close to a week-to-week basis. I mean, Christian Kirk, he's become that dude, it seemed like. He was throwing up 14, yeah. 18 points a week. Got you 6.6, wide receiver yes. 59 this week. On top of that, Nico Collins got you five points, wide receiver 69.
1: Against nice. some Panthers that finally got that dub right? in an ugly-ass game. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, your it's, win's a win, wins baby. Win's win, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Chris Olave, I don't, I
0: don't know what to do now. It's it's. Him and uh, Derek like, Carr don't get along. He's still getting gotta sort that heavy out. targets, and he's just—they're just—they're just garbage not, targets. They're not syncing up. Yeah, something's not working out. It's
1: just—I—I I don't, I don't know. It, I'm disappointed with where I drafted him and with his production so far. I think it's going to so get far. better. I really do. I got to hold out. I've been thinking about trying to trade him in a couple redrafts. I got him, but I think I might just hold out for another week because they got just, a plus matchup coming yeah. up this
0: week. He's such a good receiver, but I, this Raheem Shahid is definitely taking that long. The the yeah, field he's, away. Yeah, he's
1: yeah. the field stretcher now. Where well, Lavey kind of and Carr wants to throw to Shahidi. Yeah. He doesn't want to throw to a Lavey So yeah, you know, it's so uh, there's definitely there's definitely a disconnect. I well, I won't say definitely. Obviously, I'm not in that locker room. But, but certain, there seems to be a disconnect. There's between something him and Alave. going
0: on that's that's not it's not all together yet. But, yeah, but yeah, but to Chris Lavey, Nico Collins, Christian Kirk,
1: fuck, fuck those guys. guys. All right, well, my list is done. You got any more? You want to. Um,
0: I, I got two tight
1: ends. All right, well, let's go ahead. And throw quick. Yeah, throw and them I, on the heap. I mean, it's more of a
0: you know, elite tight end coming into the league, and we're in the, almost done, or almost halfway done with the second year. And Kyle, drafted number four overall. Kyle Pitts is just. It's it's not been pretty. And yes, I think it's part and, it maybe, to do with the quarterback playing. It's to do with the coaching scheme uh, too. Coaching and all yeah. this stuff. But I mean, it's, everybody keeps drafting. Everybody knows what you can do. Everybody wants to see what you can do. And we're just not seeing it. Yeah. We get flashes a week here, a week there. I, I can't even put him in my lineup anymore really and depend no. on him. I mean, You're better off playing Johnny Smith at this point. And, and, and that's for that's the, that's the truth.
1: And it's, if you want to get fantasy points, you need to bench Kyle Pitts for Johnny Smith. play Johnny Smith. And then on top of that,
0: Dallas Goddard, you're going on a, a three-week yeah. stretch of yeah. being the dude, and yeah, now and they, you're not the dude yeah, in, the, this week. Well,
1: A.J. Brown was like, everybody else sit down. I got it this yeah, week. I don't need any of y'all. Yeah. He's like, I'll catch him with one hand. I'll catch him with no hands. I'll, I'll catch, catch it through it. the defender's hands. Yeah. I mean, it I'll mean, was... i catch it with the defender's hands, They then give him <laughs> his hands back and take the ball. Yeah, he don't it's,
0: care. Yeah, no, it, was, it was a crazy, crazy game. But yeah, but Dallas Goddard got you 5.6 points tied in 18 yeah. on the week. That's, he's... He's top ten tight end. What are you doing out there, dude? Yeah, yeah, hurting us. But to Kyle Pitts and Dallas Goddard, yeah, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. And I do want
1: to throw one on the on the heap, just because I don't get I don't get what Arthur Smith is. I don't get it. I honestly don't. Um, okay, you hate fantasy football, Arthur. Good, hate it all you want. But are you hating fantasy football at the detriment of your own offense? Do you hate fantasy right? football so much that you intentionally make choices during the game to piss off the fantasy community because if you're doing that then you're not a head coach you're a troll. You're a freaking troll and yep. you're you're a detriment to your team and your organization because you spent a number 4 draft pick to get Kyle Pitts. You spent a top 10 pick, I want to say it was 7 or 8, to get um Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake London. You spent a number 8 pick to get Bijan Robinson. And then you go out there and you try to feed us some bullshit about the reason that uh, Algiers getting touches is because he's the hot hand when he's averaging less than three yards a carry. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. You're talking about how this isn't fantasy football. Well, you know what? It may not be fantasy football. You're right. No player or coach in the NFL should ever walk out on that field and think, I need to do this for fantasy football. Don't Don't do it for fantasy football. But if you're making decisions at the detriment of fantasy football because you, you're you tired of hearing from the community constantly giving you shit, then that's even worse. Yeah, you're, you're hurting you, you yourself. Would be way, you'd, you'd be way better off if you made decisions based off of fantasy football <laughs> exactly. in, that, in that situation. So, you know, you've become – I'm not going to say you've become. You are a smug, pompous ass, I'm just going to put it out there, who thinks he's smarter than everybody else. But here's the truth. You have – Extreme talent at skill positions, and you do not utilize them. You utilize guys like Janu Smith, who's a solid tight end. You run stupid-ass plays with him throwing to your, what, third-string tight end or somebody in the end zone <laughs> yep. while you're using your fourth overall elite talent guy to block. Yep. And, and you're using Tyler Algier, who this year is, is barely over three yards of carry, I believe, as a whole. He has more touches and more opportunities than a once-in-a-generation-type talent running back who has proved it when given the opportunity. Yep. So I want to say to you that you have now become the new Adam Gase. Oh. You are on that Adam Gase level of, of just being a garbage head coach who's a jackass. And so I want to say to you... Fuck that, that guy. guy! And you, and if you want to keep your job, you better start u- utilizing the talent you have and quit worrying about fantasy football. Ignore all of Jerk. it. I mean, just so people bitch, who
0: cares? Get out there and do your job. Focus yeah. on your job. I mean, we talked and He also about has it. a
1: punchable face. <laughs> he's just on the sideline. He's yelling at everybody, looking like a complete ass. That's what we talked about before the podcast. I'm not even out. a Falcons fan. I just <laughs> matter of fact, I, I'm I'm am not a Falcons You're fan. You're not a Falcons yeah. fan, yeah. But I'm I'm, I'm I do. Like I, I'm gonna call it as I see it. And but, I just think this guy's a doofus, but you appreciate
0: football and you can see yeah. when things are being stupid. Yeah. People are being and toudish. I would never,
1: I would never call for a coach to pay attention to the fancy community. That's, don't, that's don't what even I'm saying pay like, it doesn't even matter.
0: Like, yeah, you should be, be worrying about you playing your it. game. Yeah,
1: exactly. Ignore it. Move on. Yeah. Get out of it. I mean, but you're... it's like he he doesn't even get asked about fancy football in his press conferences. But he always finds a yeah. way. He'll be like, well, you know, no doubt that the fantasy community is not going to like these decisions. Yeah, nobody even said anything about fancy, know, dude. Which shows that problem. it's on his mind. Yep. It's there in his brain at all times. Yeah, and that's
0: so, a bit ridiculous.
1: He's yes. probably soured because he drafted
0: other people that aren't doing good. He should have drafted his own guys <laughs> and had a little more faith in his team.
1: <laughs> uh, he, I don't know. I think he's just a kind of a – Just I think, an ass. I, yeah, I just think he's – He's I, an ass. He's somebody who thinks he's smarter than everybody else, and yet his offense is the worst – like, I, I – it's either 29th, thirtieth, somewhere in that range, scoring offense in the NFL. Yeah. I get it. You're four and four. Good for you. Is if they, you if you knew how to call an wins. offensive game plan, you could be five. You could be five and three or six and two. Yeah. Well, I mean, none of them have been good looking wins either. It's, no. You know, plays part on
0: the defenses they played against and or I don't, not luck, but you know just.
1: I mean they got a good defense. Yeah, their defense is yeah. pretty it's I mean it got toasted better. it got toasted by
0: Will Levis. It did. But uh I don't think they were ready for that at all. No. But uh
1: <laughs> you know, and, and and maybe Ritter's not the answer, but but uh you know, I don't know if him I mean Ritter got hurt. I think he's there's worried about a concussion during the game and that was part of the reason the reason Heineke came in, but he got cleared yeah. and Heineke stayed in the game. Yeah. So I don't know if Heineke's gonna be the starter moving forward. But either way, it's like, bro, how about you just you know play the 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 skill players that that you drafted at top 10 town you should have just draft the o linemen and defensive players if you're just going to let these guys collect dust yeah exactly you know so all right got that off my chest all right so we're going to move from there into top performers So there was a bunch of points scored. None of them were on my fantasy team, but uh, <laughs> there was some big scores. And this week. was on your bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, there, there were some uh, people that came kind of out of the woodwork and and uh, and, and scored and scored some points this week. And um, yeah, definitely a couple
0: of new names in the in the top performers and such that I don't typically hear of too much. Right.
1: And so we'll uh, we'll kick it off in the quarterback. So, all right, Sam Howell, you know, I, was, I wanted to ask you to come into this. So, Sam Howell now, I think this is three or four weeks in a row that he has put up QB1 performances. Not last week, I don't think. This week and the week
0: before last week, but last week I think was kind of a little buns.
1: Uh, Let's see a few more stats. So, I mean, he had 300. No, that was uh, this week. So... See, this I've is not him. what I'm looking
0: for. I got him in this league, so if I can pull him up right here and just take his game long. So this week he was QB one so far. Last week he was QB twenty three.
1: Okay. What did I mean fancy he was like fifteen he or had something?
0: Ten points, ten point okay, four 6. six. It was it was just an ugly game. It well, was against New York Giants.
1: Yeah, their defense, by the way, yeah. is pretty <clears throat> fucking good. Yeah.
0: And then I mean week before that, week six and week five, he was five and eight. So I mean QB five, QB eight. So he's got 3 weeks on the year yeah. where he's a top pop QB or top 10 QB. Just
1: well, right now he's the QB1 on the week currently. No. Depending on what happens tonight, um, he put up 32 fantasy points and I I'm I'm, wor- I'm wondering is he I guess I guess based off of last week's performance, he's still not a set it and forget it type QB. Is not, it still matchup based? It is matchup based. But I mean, he's got a decent
0: matchup I think at least for the next 2 weeks. That I feel confident in setting and forgetting. He plays New England and Seattle, right? So I mean, that's two matchups. I won't. I don't have to worry. I don't think I really yeah, have to New worry England
1: about. New England hasn't been dominant in their defenses. So he, he
0: might. He might not go out there and get thirty points again, but I, I still think he'll get you eighteen to twenty. I think it'll still be okay. And same thing was against Seattle, but then after that he's playing the New York Giants, so it, that could be a. A revenge yeah. game kind of deal. They they shut me out this game. I'm gonna make it up. Possibly and it could come as good back, as their
1: but, defense is, though. Yeah. Um. So Josh Allen's the QB two on the week, uh, dropping thirty point one, in large part due to that rushing touchdown. I mean, they got the dub. There's still I, I still feel like there's something a little bit off of that offense, but I feel like they're getting it. Yeah. Something's so, working out. Yeah. So it's gonna be pretty nice here. Uh, Dak Prescott. We talked about him last week and how this second half of the season is gonna be a time where they're not going to be able to do a lot of running the ball and it's gonna, they're going to have to pass, and this week was a testament to that. They went out there and just dominated. Yep. Um, he dropped 29.1, and, I mean, it looked great. He looked so, like old-school Dak, like yeah. last-year Dak. Yeah, he day. did a little bit of scrambling, too. So yeah. Joe Burrow is back, wide receiver four on the week, 27.6 points. Uh, you know, I feel good about playing him the rest of the season. Jalen Hurts just does what he does, 27.4 points. He just throws it out there to A.J. Brown lets him do it. Um, Welcome to the party, Will Levis. I know, right? Yeah. Um, well, we're going to see. We're going to see a whole week of prep for him and a week of uh, team to prepare against him. You know, coming into that game, there was some talk, which he did actually start. Was uh, Malik Willis started the game, and then Will Levis came in because Malik Willis just it, it ain't it. Uh, Malik needs to consider changing positions or That's sports. It. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, he's super athletic, obviously, and I don't yeah. know if he can. Uh, at the NFL level play another position but quarterback he cannot play no he's not a quarterback (laughs) Um, but Will Levis went out there and just dropped four bombs three of them to D hop and looked great especially with the deep pass against what we just talked about a second ago a fairly decent Atlanta defense so it wasn't like he was lighting up you know Chicago or somebody (laughs) Chicago Um, but he's somebody that uh, we'll talk about waivers but uh, if you got a roster spot I don't know that I want to play him he's got a plus matchup this week but um, I would want to see one more week Josh Dobbs got benched, but he still was in top uh, number seven uh, QB on the week with 24.9 fancy points, most of which came the second half of that game. Justin Herbert, look, they looked great out there finally. Their offense looked good. They were clicking. Of course, they were playing Chicago, so there is something to be said for that. But he put uh, QB eight so far on the week, 24 points. Tua, they look like they got back in a groove. Um, Tyreek is just unstoppable, dude. Yeah, he really yeah. is. And so when you got a guy like Tyreek, it's just easy if you just put it out there and let him do his thing. QB 9, 22.8 points. Baker Mayfield, 21.4 points. QB 10 on the week. Baker having a solid season. Brock Purdy, despite two interceptions, still saved the fantasy week, even though he has not looked great as an NFL quarterback in the last few weeks. 20.3 points, QB 11. And then the QB 12, despite even getting hurt, he still finished as the QB 12, that's Kirk Cousins, with 19.9 fantasy points. Um, You hate to see him uh, have to leave and the rest of his season gone. Um, I know I hate it. I'm I'm going to... I got three leagues I got to scramble for, so... Uh, all right. Uh, running backs. So, uh, ho-hum... Oh, wait a minute. I don't know why it does this. See? Oh, my goodness. It's, it gave me every single week, which I gotta tell you, Christian McCaffrey is the... Uh, He's the dude. Yeah. All right, so... The, the, all right, here we go. The dude, the dude. I, I think I got it. So, Gus Edwards currently... The RB1 on the week, 27.4 points. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, of course, he's going to be up there near the top, 23.8. Alvin Kamara, 23 right there. You know, he's just getting – he only had five targets this week, but he – he got some tuds and, and and was running the ball good. Yeah, Travis Etienne, all he does is get touchdowns. Dude, is he's like, had seven touchdowns the last four that's games. That's what I was saying. Like so, I had
0: to get on the train. I had to get on the train. I, 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 I was it. wrong.
1: I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> and, and you know, it's just one of those where, uh, uh just Joe, yeah. Joe Mixon showing up to the party, getting them old legs moving. Um, and it just goes to show with this when when Burrow's clicking and this offense is clicking. Then Joe Mixon's going to be clicking. Yeah. Because he's not going to need to. Joe Mixon can't make space for himself. Exactly. But if space is made for him, he can do stuff with it. Yep. Uh, but he's a RB5 on the week so far at 17. Austin Eckler finally getting back to form. And I was, I was reading something, an article about coming off the high ankle sprain. And it's like these guys, you know, so you saw it with Barkley and, and other guys. Um, sometimes it takes like two or three weeks. After they come back playing, before they start getting back to their normal, it's getting um, comfortable too. I'm sure it's, there's the tightness that you're coming off
0: of, and you yeah, know, you, you're afraid you're going to do it again, whether you think you are or not. Right? There's always that in your mind. So, it, you, the comfort, the relax, getting back into play, and that's what really makes it play out
1: and all that. Uh, Javante Williams, running back seven on the week, fifteen point eight. God, well, the oh. thing is too, what we what we saw with him. I think he had 26 carries. If if the if the Broncos can figure out how to get the lead, Javante going to yeah, he's gonna get the work. He's going to get the work. He had an early touchdown too. That really yeah. saved a
0: lot of it. You know.
1: Yeah, or definitely helped. Yeah, yeah definitely helped. Uh, Brees Hall out there doing Brees Hall things, even in a game that was just horrendous to watch. Yeah. Um. Uh, he. It's so annoying to me that Zach Wilson just gets to benefit from this defense. If he didn't have a good defense, they'd be losing every game thirty to ten. Yeah, and it would not even. He is yeah. horrendous at quarterback. But he just keeps eking out wins because his defense is so good. Um, but anyway, uh, Brees Hall, uh, running back eight on the week at fifteen point three points. Zach Moss still getting the use. Um, beat his, I mean, maybe still Zach using it. Maybe Dave, Zach Moss is that way. guy oh, now. Man. Running back nine on the week thirteen point four. Saquon Barkley getting all the work. The only thing on that offense that's even worth a damn at twelve point eight points RB ten. Kareem Hunt got the touchdown, gets the most of the passing work, even though Jerome Ford looked pretty good. But Cream still got 12.7 points. DeAndre Swift uh, is the dude there in Philly. And um, I really think – I don't know that Gainwell is a better running back than Swift. I'm not saying that Swift wouldn't eventually eventually taken that job. But if you remember, the week that Swift came in and, and rushed like crazy, it was the week that – Ramondre was the starter the week before. They had said he was the starter and he was going to get the opportunity and then he got hurt couldn't play and then swift just came in and took that job. Oh uh, G- Gainwell. Uh, Gainwell, sorry. Yeah. Gainwell uh yeah, was going to get but the But yeah, word. he had a big he had a big week yeah. one. So I've been kind of a I'm then... not gonna say like I ever thought Gainwell was going to be a top end back, but I was super pumped cuz I I think Gainwell's a good back. I think he's somebody that can be a really good running back in the right system, but yeah. with DeAndre Swift out there um they don't need a well. Yeah, exactly. But he's the the RB12 at 12.4 points. Bijan still still got 12.2 points. I think um I think he got a couple decent runs and broke one for Todd if I'm not mistaken. Derrick Henry finally getting uh some some good work and he might get traded. I mean, I know the Patriots are are pushing to try to get him and I've heard that um oh, there's another team. Oh, not the Patriots, I'm sorry. The Ravens, Ravens, yeah, they're that's, pushing to so that's a team I heard, and, and um, Minnesota. I've Minnesota, heard, yeah. I've heard Minnesota really. That doesn't. would be nice. Yeah, I, I would be I, very, I would be super interested in either one. To be honest with you, yeah. although guess I would rather he goes to Minnesota than to Baltimore. Yeah, uh, but either one, gonna... yeah, uh, either one, I'll be, I'll be happy with. Uh, Rashad White, uh, he just gets the volume. Um, he's, he's so efficient. I think he's a hundred percent on the year for pass catching. Like he's literally yeah. caught every target that's come his way this yeah. year. It's At insane. Mostert, I mean, we're kind of down in the dregs. These are all 10-point-something, but R- Mostert got 10.6. Freeman got 10.4, and Darrington Evans got 10. It's, it's one of those weeks where, like, on the high end, you had, like, three guys over 20, and then it just starts. Then there's, like, a huge dip to where by the time you get to run back 15, you're in the 10s. Yeah, you. Know, exactly. Yeah, so uh, let's see. We'll go to wide receiver.
0: Sorry, I misspoke. He's missed one target this year so far.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't get while it Does this to me?
0: At a thirty, he's had thirty targets so far, and he's caught twenty nine of them. Yeah, that's insane.
1: Yeah, dude's a an animal.
0: Like, but he's a shit rusher. Like, dude can't run the ball. (laughs) I think his average is two and a half yards a carry if he's lucky. But if you throw the ball at him, he's gonna catch it. I mean, it's the odds are great.
1: Um, the the app that I or the the site that I use for some reason if I switch to a different position, it won't give me week eight stats. It starts giving me week one through seven and it won't let me switch to week eight and Uh, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. And so I have to try to, um, to reload the page and, and and cuss to get every time I change a position. So (laughs) I'm, I'm vying to get wide receiver play for half point PPR. So, um, what did T- Tyreek Hill get this week? I mean, half point. Because what I got now is he got 18 and a half. But that's, I don't know if this is no, this is projected. Familiar. See, that's not even the right thing.
0: He got 23.2 yeah, points. Yeah, see,
1: I'm not, I'm not in the right place again. Me, it's not, it won't give me the right
0: me half point. freaking rankings. I'll take that back. So he got so a
1: touchdown.
0: So that I think I got it now.
1: We'll 12
0: nope. and 112 yards. So he had 22 points. 122 points. Yeah, 20. Well, he had 112 yards.
1: <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah,
0: 122 points. Well, this 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 league gave him a, a bonus for a 40-yard touchdown, but so I take that two points off. He made 21.2 points. What's his total?
1: Right. 21.2. 21.2. So that sounds right. Yep. So we're gonna try this again. All right. So all right. Got it. 21. City Lamb, points. 41 points God in the wide receiver bless, one. Man,
0: yeah. <laughs> Saving, I, I, that's the league I might have a shot against you this week. Because yeah. he put up 41 yeah. for me, so yeah. that's
1: insanity in a in a half point to drop that. That's D, yeah. it, you know, D Hop's like I got almost that many. I got 34.8 <laughs> um, on three receptions. By the way, yeah. might I add yeah. Uh, well, well, there's another guy down here that also only had three, but <laughs> but they weren't three touchdowns. Yeah, uh, D Hop or I'm sorry, A J Brown. <laughs> guy's an animal. Yeah. I think he's now he's he's he's. He might be coming out of this week uh, wide receiver two overall in half-point PPR. I think he was three going into this week. But Tyreek's right behind him at 25.2, and Tyreek's number one. (coughs) Excuse me. Jamar Chase, uh, the Bengals. uh, If you got Bengals players for the second half, and if everybody stays healthy, I think it's going to be really nice. Yes. Um, He came in this week 25.2 fantasy points tied with Tyreek for wide receiver four. Or you can say it was five, whatever. Jalen Waddle, twenty-five point one fantasy points this week, getting so involved.
0: Finally, getting another good getting a weekend. Yeah, he's, I he's mean been he's been little... getting
1: targets. It's just that that you know Tyreek's been getting the tuds for the most part. Yeah. Jahan Dotson, well, hello. Did they let you out of witness
0: protection? Well, he was a lot more efficient this week, which I don't know if that's. Um, his route running or his catchability? I, see, I need to watch the it's game. It's probably Philadelphia. It, it might be Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah,
1: Philadelphia apparently is just showing that they can do just about anything except shut down the pass.
0: I, I kind of want to watch the game because I am curious as to why he got similar. He got eight targets yeah. and he kinda was six out with six of them instead of four. You know, yeah. like and ended up with a touchdown too. But he he definitely did look good
1: this week. Uh, another guy that only caught like three passes, but he's a track star, Rashid Shahid. -hmm. Uh, He only played less than twenty percent of the snaps. That's crazy. But when he's out there, Derek Carr wants to sling it to him. Yeah, all the way downfield. (laughs) Yeah, twenty four point three fantasy points. Gabe Davis on that Thursday night game. He got targeted a lot. I think he had the second most targets he's ever got in his career, uh, which was nice. Twenty three point seven wide receiver nine. Uh, Devonta Smith, uh, wide receiver ten. Finally got that touchdown. Yeah, twenty two point nine fantasy points. Jamison Crowder. Who? What? Who's that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, witness protection, I forgot he was at Washington, but uh twenty-two point five fancy points. Tyler Lockett finally getting on the scene. uh We weren't even sure he's going to play, and then he plays and puts up twenty-two point one fantasy points. Jordan Addison, you know, it's gr- it's great you had this game because it's. I don't think we're going to have many more now. <laughs>
0: <sighs> we're going to see what he is now. Really, yeah. honestly, depend on who they have coming in his QB. We'll uh, definitely get to see a
1: little more. Twenty-one point four fantasy points. Michael Pittman, 18 points. He's just become a really solid play this week or season. K.J. Osborne finally getting into the groove at 17.9. Again, though, he's probably about to disappear. Chris Godwin on the back of a lot of targets. He seems to be the target hog, yep. uh, just that over-the-middle safety blanket type receiver for Baker, 17.8 points. Garrett Wilson, 17.6 points. Uh, Terry McLaurin, 17.3 the uh, did I put full point? Yeah, I'm giving points Those for full point. Yeah, we're just going to stay with it. It's close. These man. are all full point. I was like, because I got, to, he was my smash and I was like, yeah, I didn't, he didn't have 17.3 in the smash. <laughs> uh, Deontay Johnson's coming in there at 16 and a half. Stephon Diggs doing what he does, 16. Brandon Ayuk, 15.9. Marquise Hollywood Brown, 15.3. Adam Thielen just, he's just stayed, steady the target man. Yep. 15.2. Khalil Shakir, this is interesting to me. This could be um, a, a product of Dawson Knox being out of that offense. and We'll talk more about him in the waivers, but I just want to highlight that uh, that's going to be uh, – we're going to talk more about him in a minute, but 15.2 points. And then Keenan Island just barely saving the fancy week at 14.9, which I think it was like 12-something and a half point. And Amari, Amari Cooper also in, in a full point had 15 14.9. Yeah. So we're going to switch positions here, and hopefully it doesn't ruin Oh, – all right, nope. cool. Um, I'm going to try to switch to half with this and see what happens. Ah, see, that's where it messes up. See, It messed up there, so we're going to go back to this is, tight ends all on a full point. I'm going to give them – oh, wait a minute, now it says half. I don't know if this is half <laughs> or full. We're just going to go with it. Uh, tight end number one on the week is uh, right now is Trey McBride. Did somebody just score something? No, Laporta's got
0: one pass for six yards already. Oh, nice. I, I only need – Two more and a little <laughs> bit of yardage.
1: He showed up to the party. Big part of that second half attempted comeback uh, 25 and a half points. George Kittle, it's 23.9, which means next week he's going to get you three. <laughs> well, this is two weeks in a row that he's had big weeks. Uh, I think,
0: isn't it? I'm pretty certain he had a big week with 13 points last yeah, week. Yeah,
1: well, so. that for him, that's a, that's, that's a big week. For this
0: year, it's a pretty big week, yeah, just, Taysom
1: Hill on the back of rushing the ball. I think he threw one interception that game because they tried to hit a bomb to Shahid. <laughs> yeah. Um But uh, he also the, – the problem is what I was worried about. I mean, I, obviously you can still play Taysom Hill. Um, but uh, what I was worried about was with Jawan Johnson come back. Jawan Johnson went into that normal tight end role running all the routes. Mm-hmm. Taysom had one reception. But he did get the rushes. He did get a TUD, I think, or two, but 22.5. So I wouldn't be scared to play him. It looks like they're going to utilize him a lot moving forward. And he's always got the chance to do what he does. Yep. TJ Hawkinson, 20.8. You know, I don't know that this change is going to affect him that much because he's a tight end. And tight ends are always a backup quarterback's best friend. Cole Komet, 17.9. Um, He was utilized a lot with uh, Badgett. I think if Badgett starts next week, I would not be scared to start Komet. And Joku um, had a long touchdown, if I remember correct, 17.7 points. Dalton Kincaid all right, looked great. Yeah, he did. He He looked looked great. 17.5 points. Evan Ingram, this dude is just steady as, as you can get right now, yep. 16.8 fancy points. Logan Thomas. The week you didn't claim him as your smash, yeah. he went out yeah, there exactly. and smashed a little bit. Exactly, that's how it goes. Yeah, uh, Logan Thomas, 16.4. Uh, Jake Ferguson, 14.7. Parham, this is somebody that we need to talk about waivers if he's out there, yep. um, just because uh, with Everett being out, um, he could be the guy. 14.3. Mark Andrews, fourteen this is definitely full point because kelsey's 11.8 yeah yeah Yeah, so even though it says half on here it's not so all right and i believe that's it yeah that's pretty much it all right so there's the top four we're going to roll into toast or roast Uh, let's see let's do this so i'll kick it off
0: Unless you, unless you want to kick it off. good nah. kick it off
1: all right I, last week we swapped because um, I had been tearing I've been just doing terrible with the don'ts it's just it's just a don't thing is all it is yeah, it to it's do with you yeah uh so Becker took the don'ts and I took the power bottoms and uh <laughs> I felt like I did okay I, I felt like I hit three for three even though one of them was below that five point threshold yeah it was 4.9 so anyway we'll talk about it Pierre strong I, I said to play him even if uh even if what's his lip Ford was playing, I still would play Pierre Strong, and he did okay against Seattle, eight point seven. If you had to throw him in a double flex or something, you weren't upset about that. He was the RB twenty three on the week in a half point PPR. Nice, Demario Douglas uh, with New England against Miami. It wasn't as good as I was hoping based off of the week before when he had eleven targets, but he still didn't. You know, he still wasn't horrendous. He had five point four points, which you know is above that five point threshold. Yep. And then uh, I said Connor Hayward. Um the the backup tight end who's having to fill in for Fryermuth um went out there and, and uh he put up four point nine is a tight end twenty one. So again, right you know, there. if you're if you're if you're in a tight end hell and you had to play him and you got four point nine, I feel like that's probably about what you should have got. It's so. definitely better than not having anybody. That's that's the goal. So I'm just gonna to go it, ahead so. and say that I deserve a toast. Toast it. Toast it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Now get your roasters ready. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, so I pleaded and said, do not play this guy. Yeah, because yeah you made it like, if like, you have
1: this guy, you need one, to like cut
0: him and put yeah, him on waivers. One, he is trash. Two, he's going against a defense that's already showed him up. And three, he's trash. And he just decided to listen to our podcast <laughs> and Prove you oh, wrong. Show me. Yeah, yeah, just show me up. Russell Wilson, I said don't play Russell Wilson against Kansas City. The last time he played Kansas City, he had 95 yards and a touchdown with two interceptions. That was not the case this time. <laughs> he still only had 117 yards, but yeah. he had three touchdowns. What they was, were, they how, were running the ball. He had uh, 23.56 points. How did I miss him in top performers then? I don't know.
1: That's weird. Cause I,
0: yeah, because he probably would have been like QB9 or something on the week, I think. It was, it was pretty low because yeah. – you know, Josh Allen and all that more were up in the 30s. I think Herbert was in the 30s, so there was five or six ahead of him.
1: Yeah. I don't know how I missed him then, unless I did say it's him. because he sucks. Yeah. But I, maybe yeah. I did it on purpose.
0: But either way, I, I said don't play him, and I was completely wrong. You should definitely have played him, so please, hopefully, you did not listen to me <laughs> and you left him in your lineup. I actually went in, a, in a, another league and put him in just because I was shooting for – you know, I'm in a rebuild, so I kind of want to... and it, it bit me in the ass. Yeah, you you so, you
1: played him in hopes that he would follow through on and your and suck and suck yeah. it up, and here it is. Yeah, so you know. here I am. I finally got to the week. I had to hit a bunch of back to get. It's so weird this site does this. So I'm trying to find him. Where? Oh, he was a QB four. Oh, because I didn't go that far down. So he in was, a half point, just regular. Scoring without any bonuses, he was seventeen point six. Oh, okay. So I, I yeah. pulled. My, I mean, which is still way better. The, yeah, he's yeah, definitely not a don't. But yeah, yeah he's, exactly. So he's QB
0: fourteen on the week. So yeah. So it was. It was not. Yeah, not good for you. But then I said, right after that, I said, don't play any of Washington's backfield. Um, I mean, Gibson got you six point seven. Robinson got you eight point nine. I, I, I look. You, it's
1: first of all. Let's go ahead and do this. On Russell Wilson, you get this. All right. And then on that one, you get...
0: Yeah, it, it, just a little bit of. Yeah. I mean, if you'd have played Gibson and he got you six point seven, that's good.
1: Yeah, I mean, that I means you're that's a super desperate. good. Exactly. Yeah,
0: but if you played Brian Robinson, and he got you eight point nine, you'd be no, pissed. Y- especially I mean, especially
1: if you had Gus, uh, Gus on your. Uh, yeah, if you had Edwards Gus ben- Edwards your, or
0: bench, or Zach Moss, yeah, your, or you know, you yeah, know, any yeah, of you're, these you're guys, you're super pissed right, is, right you're, now. You're definitely upset. So, and then my my last one was Joshua Jacobs, which we won't know till this game tonight. Yeah. Um, I hope you're wrong because I need him for wins in a lo- couple weeks. Low I'm in. key, I hope I'm wrong too. So, <laughs> but yeah, but at this point, I mean, you know, a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little good, a little All right, bad. Well, so. talk to me about your smashes. I killed.
1: All right. Well, let I me talk about my smashes first. Thing, <laughs> I did not kill. All right. And, and by the way, your don'ts weren't as bad as you made it out to be. Russell was. Was, you, you, I, I'm saying, I, I'm, feel with the I mean, if Jacobs and, goes out there and just absolutely smashes tonight, but it, right yeah. now you're one for one in my opinion. Okay, well, that works out Which good. is uh-huh. better than I've been. I've I've been 0 for 3 two weeks in a row. So <laughs> you're already better than well, I well, am yeah. two weeks combined. Well, hopefully it is. <laughs> All right, so my smashes, I'll go with the one that deserves a little bit of applause. I wouldn't call it a smash, but Terry McLaurin did finish with 14.8 half-point PPR points. He finishes wide receiver 15 on the week. I'll take that as a smash for the most part. I wouldn't be sad if I played it in the week. Um, so I'll give a little bit. All right. Um, I'm going to give both of these, and then I'm going to give the full blue because I deserve it. Uh, I, Isaiah Pacheco at Denver was uh, my smash running back of the week. He put up 5.2 points. And then, uh, well, actually, he he's the only one I get a boo for. I know, I know. All right. Yeah. This next guy, I don't get a boo for because he got hurt. So I'm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had Darren Waller against the Jets. Yeah. He, but he got hurt pretty early in that game. So that's. Uh, can't do nothing about it. And then my quarterback smash is Jared Goff tonight against the Ra- Raiders. So so we'll know. Yeah. We'll, we'll know, we'll know tomorrow. tomorrow. So, okay. So my, my
0: quarterback smash was Justin Herbert, and he went out there and did yeah, work. Yeah. He absolutely smashed. Hold on. He did work. Nice to go. My, my wide receiver smash, despite Andrew. Was A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah? Oh, and he smashed. Yeah. He smashed. I feel like from this point forward, A.J. Brown's a forever he's smash. He's probably a forever smash, yeah. Well, then uh, this guy probably should be, too. I mean, I went with Travis Etienne. I jumped on the boat this week.
1: Uh, I'm not going to say Etienne's. I mean, he he's, probably deserves it. We'll give him a couple more. He's a been forever pretty, smash. Yeah, but I mean, went yeah, with Etienne. But... Etienne Etienne's smash.
0: And this one on, on the shoulder of no touchdowns this time, scoring still pretty big, and 169 yards, uh, tr- George Kittle. So I smash, Nicely smash, done. Smash. Yeah, you a, get, a, you a, get some toasting for that. That's a pretty a good nicely, smash.
1: Nicely done. Nicely done. It doesn't happen that well that often. So, <laughs> uh, All right. Well, here we go. We're going to roll into our waiver wire ads of the week. Let's see. Let's try to find some actual. All right. I'm going to kick it off with my running back ads of the week. I'll give you their names and their. Roster percentage according to Fantasy Pros, Uh, Tajay Spears. I'm going to tell you right now, if Tajay Spears is on your uh, make a roster spot for him.
0: Yeah. Okay. He definitely because there
1: is uh, I would say a 50 50 shot that Derrick Henry gets traded before the trade deadline. Yep. If that happens, Tajay Spears is going to play. But Tajay Spears also gets enough usage that he's worth a roster spot regardless, and so I I would go grab him. He is my number one waiver grab now. This is all contingent. Like, tonight's game, everything could change. God forbid if something happens to a start running back. But this is all based off before the Monday night game. Uh, so he's only owned at 43.1% of leagues. Daryl Henderson's still out there, and f- he's only owned at 52.9% of leagues. So if he's out there, he needs to be grabbed. Um, uh, Demarcado with Arizona is still out there. He's only owned a 37.1% of He's leads. getting a lot of usage. He's getting too. a lot of usage. And if Kyler <clears> Murray <throat> comes back and they actually have the threat of a real passing game and a real um, top five type fantasy quarterback out there, then that's only going to be better for DiMercato. Correct. And then Fat Lenny needs to be grabbed. I don't know what he's going to do, and I wouldn't play him this week, but he needs to be grabbed. Just, you know, if you find a roster spot for him and throw him on there and see what's going to happen because Fournette, in, in a good offense with the right usage can be a very, very, very fantasy-viable uh, running back. So, that is very true. So Spear, Tajay Spears, Daryl Henderson, Demarcado, Mercado, and Leonard Fournette are my top four running back waiver wire ads. So who you got running
0: back? I'm I'm pretty much in similar, but I went a little deeper. I'm, I'm looking at, you know, if you really need a running back, Antonio Gibson is increasingly playing more and more the snap percentage. Yeah. He is their pass catching back. And the more that... Um, What's his name? Uh, Sam Howell has to throw. Yeah, the more he's going to fall back on Antonio Gibson. Yes, I mean they're, they're he's averaging five five to seven points a game yeah. in the last three games and he's getting uh, his percentage has gone from like 18 20% to he played 56% of the snaps this last game so. and
1: if if Brian Robinson does go down for any reason for any it, reason yeah, at yeah. all it's, it's but there's it, also Rodriguez be. in that in there that should probably be rostered too it's i don't know what his usage was to this up. last week but he ha- his usage has been increasing yeah. i am definitely not <clears> playing <throat> Rodriguez but if you got a deep bench and you're just looking to throw somebody and see what happens Rodriguez would yeah, be s- somebody that grade as well see comes out um another one i was
0: kind of looking at that's kind of a little deep but is um uh, Rico Dowdle. For, yeah, back up for the for Cowboys. Back up for the Cowboys. Well, and, that and well oh, that's the other team that Derrick Henry might go to. Yeah, he's They're he's, they're, they're making a push too. If, if if so if something like that happens then this is a no-go, but this is a guy that's been increasingly playing more and more snap percentage. I mean, well, Pollard hasn't looked great, man. Yeah, he's he's gone from 16% at the beginning of the year, now he's playing 35 and 40% Yeah, the last two weeks. So, I mean, and he's he's not super efficient, but he is quick. Right. So, I mean, he's, he could be one of these guys that, that breaks off and gets one of those. Yeah, the only downside
1: know, is, if you look at the Cowboys' schedule, especially coming up, is they play a lot of r- tough teams against yeah. the run. But, again, r- the running back landscape is one of those where you need to roster as many backups as you possibly can. Just, just in case. Yeah, just in case. So. I
0: mean, in this one, I mean, yeah, they play Philly and the Giants, but then they play Carolina, Washington, Seattle. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of a – but I, it's it's a backup, you know. Yeah. And then the only other one that I'd b- bring up is – um um darrenson evans with uh, he got a touchdown this week He got a touchdown and and roshan i don't i'm still kind of mixed feelings about yeah i I don't know i heard a stat today and i
1: don't know the exact percentages but i I listened to a podcast um i I, i'll give a shout out to him jj zacharyson um he's one of the top analysts in the fantasy community but he he does a really cool thing where he'll bring in some guys he calls it the the Fantasy perspectives, or something to that to that effect. But he brought in a guy who is a who has a doctorate in physical therapy, and they talked about injuries, and and he talked about the studies that they've done on players when they come back from concussions, like the first week mm-hmm. or two when they come back, and it's like the percentage of what, and they base it all off of the percentage of fantasy points that they they generally score, and and they say that it usually takes them a week or two. To get back to what they would normally would be putting up, um, as opposed to that that the, first week back. The first week back. Yeah, and so um, I'm I, I just had a complete brain fart on who you were talking about before I started that. Darrington Evans. Darrington Evans. Yeah, and so with mm-hmm. Roshan coming back this week, um, and they were in a negative game script for yeah. a huge part of that game, which Roshan I don't wasn't going to be involved in the pass catching game, so. You know, I I don't discount what you're saying. I, I'm not oh, trying yeah, yeah, to yeah. shoot down Darrington Evans because he was obviously involved and he did get the touchdown and he looked fairly solid from one for the playing time he got. So if you're looking for some deep dive. Grabs, but my point is more so on the side of I don't know that Roshan is toast. Oh, bad. Yeah. I just think him coming the he was off for two weeks because of a concussion, which already tells you that it seems to be more severe than the normal concussion. Yeah. And so I mean, Purdy didn't even miss a week with his concussion. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, So, yeah. And so I I would be interested to see what Roshan is able to do moving forward. But again, I, I would love to see also in a positive game script how they're how they utilize him and I think as long as Badgett's out there even though he looked good in week one and got the dub, um he didn't look terrible I mean he did throw a couple of picks this last week but um I just don't think their their offense it's already not a very good offense it's not going to be you know that much it's not obviously not going to be good with Badgett so yeah. with Fields if Fields comes back and, and if Roshon's 100% healthy then you know but Darrington is going to be somebody that's going to get a ton of work if anybody gets injured again. Exactly, you know? yeah. And so, you know, especially if he gets utilized and can be as efficient as he was. So, so any more? No, as far as running backs go, that's all I really have. All right, well, talk to me about the
0: wide receivers you're looking at this week. All right, um, you mentioned one earlier, um, Khalil Shakir. Uh, yep. Yep. Clear security. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely at the top of my list. I, I got I, him
1: as my third. So. So I, I, I like him. He's only owned a .6%. Yeah, he's barely of even used, and his usage is slowly increasing. Here's the um, thing I'll say, and this is what I want to talk about earlier because I did mention that I wanted to bring him up with some stuff, some interesting observations that I made because I watched, um, I watched a little bit of that <clears> game, um, I, th- or oh, I watched all that game it was a Thursday night game. What I found interesting with Shakir was is he hasn't been involved at all until Knox goes out. Mm -hmm. because once Knox went out, then that made Kincaid more of your traditional tight end as opposed to your slot or moving to your outside, which means they had to find the next receiver. It wasn't the next tight end because they don't have another tight end that is Kincaid. Yeah, that is So it's the next receiver. And where I thought it might be Deontay Hardy, it actually seems like it's going to be Khalil Shakir who's going to start running more of that slot. So as long as Dawson Knox is out, I think that Shakira could be a, a fairly safe play in some deeper leagues um, or, or in desperation on a bye week because I still think he's going to be utilizing most of their three wide receiver sets, especially if they're running three wide receiver, one tight end. Um, type type of formations so that's what I, I wanted to mention that was just something I saw when I was watching the game where you would see Kincaid out there with Dawson Knox now you're seeing Kincaid out there with Shakir mm-hmm. and so I think Shakir's kind of moved into that role when they're playing that move tight end they're not playing much of that move tight end now as much as they're playing. The traditional tight end with Kincaid and and using a wide receiver where they would have used a move tight end exactly.
0: Well, plus um, so he, he his use or his snap percentage drastically increased. Yeah, and I think that was last part week of it. this week. Yeah, because the knocks being out. So. He's super efficient. I right. mean, right now he's had. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 20 targets on the year. Yeah. And he's caught 19 of them. I yeah. Mean, so he's like, and he went six for six this last week. And for when he gets the ball yards. in his
1: hands, he can make stuff happen. He's exactly. exactly. And you know, I think he's, he, a lot of, some of what he does is in the kick game. So, or, you know, return game. So he's somebody who can get the ball in space, make three guys miss, and get a ball downfield for 50, 60 yards. So, yeah. He, he's definitely, uh, I would, I would, nobody else is going to be going after Shakir. Uh, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, and so if 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 you can grab him, you might could get a steal at least. I don't know. We don't know what Knox is what's going to happen with Knox. He may be out the rest of the season. He may be out just a few more weeks. Yeah. But either way, you're going to get a couple more weeks where I think Shakir is going to be very viable. That and it could easily turn into trade bait if, if not. Yeah, I mean, if you get another back, week of Shakir playing like this, you might be able to package him with somebody and move up and grab, you know, a, a Terry McLaurin or something. Yeah, if you, exactly. Depending on who you throw in there with him, you might be able to package him, grab a, a better, more uh, stable receiver. So there's all all those type things. But uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, Shakir is very interesting to me. Who else you got? Uh,
0: next one I got, uh, isn't amazing for the next week, but after that should be really great for the rest of the season. And this is another guy who's went from 20, 30% snap percentage up to 60 and 70 the last two weeks, but Quentin Johnston for the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's another super efficient. He had six
1: targets this last week. Well, five Palmer's five been weeks. dealing with injuries. He, he missed a uh, part of the, the game last game too. So there's a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think, um, uh, Palmer's going to play this next game, but uh, there's a chance that he could be missing some time yeah. you know, moving forward as in, well. In and out,
0: even if you get somebody that's in and out, you know, missing some of the the plays and they bring Quentin Johnson, and take one good, yeah. you know, you're picking this guy up off of waivers. And like I said, he played six, 54% last week and
1: 70% yeah. this last week. And he he was utilized so, a lot in the screen game. And so last week was their first week coming out of the bye, and yep. then you got this week. So what was the week before the bye? What was his snap percentages going into 24%. the 24 percent And so, and so the, you know, we talked about this. When these when these rookie receivers and these teams go into a buy, when they come out, is when a lot of times they'll, especially if they have early season buys, they'll start making a concerted effort to get these guys in. If you look what's going on in Seattle right now with JSN, yeah. who's clearly been more involved since they've come out of their buy, yep. and also with Quentin Johnson, who's coming out of the buy, and so these are the guys that will carry you if they hit. These are the guys that will all of a sudden you'll have league winners coming into your playoff run. Of your fantasy leagues because now you've got a you've got a receiver who's getting eight nine ten targets a week and uh, you know you're grabbing him at this time of year where maybe I mean I think Quentin Johnson had an okay fantasy week this last week so he might be on yeah, people's like radar thirteen, radars.
0: 13 points I yeah think
1: or something but if you if you can try to find what their snap percentages are and see when they start getting utilized more maybe you can try to jump on these guys before and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit with one of my guys so. Um, who else you got? That's all I wrote because I scratched out where I wrote Darrington Evans and thought that was another person, okay. another wide receiver. So. All right. Well, my number one uh, ad this week is Demario Douglas, and that's who I wanted to add. He's only 2.1% owned in the leagues, and he is also another rookie receiver who's being utilized. And now, with Kendrick Bourne going down, you could see he, him become, um, you know. I don't know that Juju, what he's got left. And Juju's not a down-the-field guy. DeMario Douglas is somebody who can get down the field, can stretch the field. So, um, you know, you still have uh, Parker there, but he's dealing with with a concussion. So he's he's somebody that I would 100% be trying to get on my roster just to see what happens. This offense is still evolving and trying to figure things out, but Mac Jones has been playing better, and they have been doing better offensively in the last couple weeks. Uh, Rashid Shahid still only owned in 27.2% of leagues. You're not going to get a ton of targets, but the targets you're going to get have the potential to go straight to the house. Yeah, exactly. And so um, you know, I'll take that in an upside play if I'm in a if I'm in a game where I need somebody to try to get me two or three touchdowns, maybe Shahid's the guy. And Derek Carr loves him. Derek Carr loves chucking the ball downfield <laughs> as far as he can. As and hard he, as he can. Yeah, and he's got a guy that can he that can can he cannot outthrow Shaheed Shahid. Um, and then I also have Shakir as my number three uh, and then Brandon Cooks at 44 he's only owning 45.4% of leagues and we, we talked about how Dak is getting into a pass heavy part of the schedule uh, especially in the next couple weeks and when he's in that guess what Brandon Cooks is going to be part of that equation as well uh, he caught a touchdown this last week so um, he looks good out there and uh, this offense could start be hit, start be hitting wow that's that's <laughs> awesome could start hitting uh, a next gear uh, these next few weeks um, as they've been getting a lot of, um, you know, I don't know the. They've been a lot of people have been going at them because their offenses look like doo doo trash. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, you know they may a be a lot open, of negative press Yeah, there you go. A lot of yeah. negativity towards the, the calls and whatnot. And I think they're opening it up a little bit. And I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball at least like we talked about the next couple weeks. They got Philadelphia. And then um they got the Giants yeah. Yeah, the, the Giants viewers are, are very here. good. Oh. That was my uh, microphone. Yeah, that was I want to apologize to everybody who may <laughs> it. sound sounded like we fell off a cliff. Yeah. It's because I'm, I'm we did. Here, I'm sitting here playing with wires, and for some reason I grab the microphone wire and just pull it. <laughs> <laughs> and when I pull it, guess what happens? It all goes, it goes to falls. hell. <laughs> um, anyway, so any, so Brandon Cooks is somebody i will be trying to get on a roster, especially if he's <laughs> he's only on less than half the leagues out exactly. there, yeah. so... All right, uh, my tight ends, I'm, usually we used to do a streaming, but I'm going to give you three, and if, I don't know if yours is there. But uh, Trey McBride needs to be rostered. Yes. Um, I, I am a bit concerned about who they bring in at quarterback. If it's Kyler, I'm not. If it's Clayton Toons, I am. Um, And then uh, Tyree Kill needs to also be rostered. Tyreek Hill. I mean, that's hard. Boy, boy, God, yes, that is so. That's the truest statement you've ever
0: said in your life. If Tyreek Hill is on your waivers right now, at tight end, please leave that league because shit's, Go get shit's going wrong. It must be the upside down.
1: Taysom Hill.
0: There he is. Uh, he if he's out
1: there, you need to get him. And then uh, Taysom Hill is one of those guys. Like, like say you got Taysom Hill and you got Dallas Goddard. All right. And you're going into a week where the projections are you're projected to get a buck 13 and your opponent's projected to get a buck 75. And you're like, oh my God, I'm about to get housed. Taysom Hill's the play that week, I hate to tell you. Don't play Goddard. Even Goddard might get you 15. He might get you 20. Taysom Hill might get you 30. And, yeah. But he might get you zero. But either way, he's the upside play. And so um, he's somebody I would definitely roster. Um, and then Michael Mayer is the last one that I would talk about uh, for tight ends that needs to be rostered. So Only two
0: I got. Um, Donald Parham for the Chargers. Um, good call. Th- this guy, you know, with Gerald Everett. Six foot eight, doing his thing. Enormous dude. Yeah. And uh, secondly is Cade Otten. I mean, anytime yes. Baker Mayfield's looking good, Cade Otten has a part to do with that. Yep. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those situations where they've got a pretty decent schedule coming up. Yeah. That it, the tight end can actually make – bills yes, get buckets over yes. the next couple of weeks so
1: all right well talk to me about your qb streamer of the week
0: um uh, i'm looking at uh i guess if, if it's deep enough and you're really struggling bryce young this next week against the colts um he's gonna have to throw the ball because the colts are gonna throw the ball yeah a billion and their times. colts
1: defense isn't like hugely top tier um, I, it's they have been opening the playbook up for Bryce, even though last week they only you know scored fourteen points. Yeah, or whatever. but was, yeah, but um, you know, moving forward, maybe this gives him more confidence, and uh, you know, maybe he has a good week
0: against the Colts. That or I mean, you, you might could possibly go out and try to grab Mac Jones as well. He's been kind of fantasy wise decent for you, averaging twenty the last few weeks, and they're playing Washington. Okay, which isn't a great defense either and we saw the Eagles just walk all over them while the Washington walked all over the Eagles Right. so I mean it's one of those that could turn into a high score or high passing game and at least get a lot of yards and you know you're going to get interceptions and stuff with these guys but you're looking for them games where it's like what Howell just went through where he had to throw the ball 51 times for 37 completions and 389 yards that's what you want
1: I'm going to give you two streamers, both of them I think you can play the next two weeks and be fine my first one is Derek Carr. Derek Carr. His next two matchups are at Chicago and then at Minnesota. And I will say that Minnesota's defense has been a lot better um, coming up in these next few weeks. Um, and based off of what they do on offense, he may not need to score a ton of points. So the Minnesota matchup may not look as favorable as it once did. But I wouldn't. I would still be fine playing Carr against Minnesota. But I'm definitely looking to play him at home against Chicago this week. Yes. Um, and uh they seem to be clicking a bit um the last second half of two weeks ago uh, on that Thursday night game because the first half was atrocious yeah. but the second half they got it together and then this last week it, it seems like they uh, were able to get something going and then my other one is you just you just mentioned him Sam Howell he's got this week against New England which isn't a tough matchup and then next week he's got Seattle so yeah. you could now they're both road games but they are having to throw the ball a billion times a game, and Sam Howell is a gunslinger. And yes. so um, I would be looking to play either one of them or stream either one of them at least for the next couple weeks. I think Carr's got a, a bye in th- three weeks after the Minnesota game. I think Howell might too. I think they might, I think Washington and New Orleans might have a bye the same week. But either way, either that or after the Seattle game, Howell has a, a terrible matchup because I only wrote down the next two. But I don't remember why. Let's see. So, no, 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 I don't have them on
0: any of my bye weeks here. Have uh, they already had their bye. They may have already. Had the Saints had have bye. it on the week
1: eleven. Yeah, but I don't see Washington. Oh, there they are, week fourteen. Week. Okay, so week. he's got a, whatever's whoever he's playing after Seattle is somebody I wouldn't want to play him against. So it must be like Cleveland or something. Yeah, or the Jets maybe. It's probably the Jets. I but. don't know. They got Logan Thomas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but hey, even that Howell how has been okay in some some tough what you would perceive as tough matchups. But yeah, um, I would uh, you know Derek Carr would be the the one I would definitely play this week over Howell. But next week I would probably play Howell over Carr. So you know maybe you grab them both if you can yeah. this week. It'd look like a, have five quarterbacks on your team <laughs> on your bench. Uh, but there it is. There's the uh, week uh, eight a recap. And, uh, you know, if anything we say or do helps you get to that average place in your league, that means we did our job. Because if you finish average, you didn't finish last. Nope. So I hope you guys uh, have finish out this week good with the Monday night game, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Later. Holla.